0: <laughs> Welcome to No Instructions, I'm Bob. And no, I'm Josh. And we're back. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you as well. I've been around. You've been around.
1: Uh, what's what's new? I don't know. How was your vacation? Uh, you know, it was a vacation. <laughs> 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 it's your, like the therapy session. Like, how did it go? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it was good. Um... I,
0: like we talked about last time, I did my best to try to be yes guy, you know, to just say yes to stuff. And that was way harder than I thought. <clears throat> um, partly because, so we got a beach house and we, uh, we stayed near the beach, which, you know, in I mean, a uh, in a house. And they call it a beach house. It's not just I'm, not, Florida, I'm not really right? sure why they call it that. But anyway, it was at the beach, and it was a house. Um, and we stayed there in one place. Typically, we go to Florida, and we have to go to a bunch of different places to see all of Jenny's different family. And so we're like mo- moving from house to house. So this time, I was kind of excited because we got one place to stay, and we told her family, all the different huge family, come see us. Come to where we are. And um, it was good. But also kind of exhausting because there was a lot of people in and out, and um, you know people spent the night, multiple nights, and because like kids playing with cousins and staying up super late and being grumpy in the morning, and then there was like mm. other family around who had like different morning routines, and like some of her family gets up at like four o'clock in the morning for no Ooh. particular reason. And that's stuff not like beach. I was kind of exactly, attitude. but that's just what they do, like. There are clocks that work that way. Mm. Anyway, so there was a lot of, like, it wasn't a relaxing trip. Say it that way. It wasn't a bad trip, Hmm. but it wasn't like, I'm going to go just relax for a week and unwind. It was
1: a family reunion. Yeah, pretty much, Mm. which is good, you know, but also just tiring. That you had to, or your family had to orchestrate. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's good that everybody came. I mean, whenever we moved back from Europe, uh, we were an hour and some change away from my family and my wife's family. And we have paid a lot of money to go see a lot of people for Thanksgivings and holidays because, I mean, when we became grownups and we moved away, we didn't – we moved far. Yeah. So whenever we finally came back to the States, we're like, hey, man, we're like an hour away. Everybody come to our house for Thanksgiving. We'll have a big thing. It's going to be great. And one person came. Hmm. And we, I I felt very slighted. So I'm very glad that when you – put yourself out there and you guys had the effort that people responded appropriately to it.
0: Yeah. It kind of sucks when they don't. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that for sure. Uh, especially, you know, being gone for so long and then moving back. It's like nobody's taken a little bit of effort, but I mean, I will say that I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so I don't want to claim anything there. Jenny is great about being considerate about thinking about almost to, well, definitely to a fault thinking about other people and, including them and makes sure everybody's up to date on where everything's at and, like, who's doing what and, you know, just she's just thinking about other people all the time, which is not a bad thing. Um, so she orchestrated that, kind of set the whole thing up and had people, you know, communicating with people about when they were coming and I just was there <laughs> um, for that part of it. But we had a good time. I mean, it, it, was, an, it was a really cool little house. The only downside though, we, it slept eight and we intentionally got it a little bit bigger so the family could have a place to sleep and the pictures looked awesome. Had a big giant pool in the backyard, two blocks, three blocks from the beach um, until they walked down there. There There's a boardwalk right there and stuff. So we get there and we're walking through the bottom and we're like, there's no stairs in this place. And we walk around the side of the house and there's stairs on the side of the house. They go up to the upstairs. With a separate door and separate everything. <laughs> and so it was basically like two separate places stacked on top of each other. And we have like four elementary school age kids. We're not going to like put hmm. them downstairs in a separate, you know, apartment or whatever. And so I was a little put out right when we got there just because of that. <clears throat> so we had paid for this bigger place that we basically couldn't really take advantage of full advantage of yeah and it, it ended up being fine like they there was a pullout couch upstairs and we had plenty of room and everybody spread out and so it was good my throat is a little <clears throat> today sorry and uh, talking and stuff but anyway it was a good it was a good time the pool was really nice. I tried the beach again still no <laughs> just yeah I was telling you earlier. I felt, I literally thought about the lines that Anakin spoke in one of those terrible prequels where he was just, like, talking about the sand and how it gets everywhere. It's coarse.
1: So itchy and coarse. Mm-hmm. It gets
0: everywhere. And I was laying on the beach feeling that exact same way. Like, why, does, why do people go here on purpose? It doesn't make any sense.
1: So. But, you know, the sand where... I'm from is nice and soft. Everybody says that. And squishy. Everybody says that. And it makes a sound when you walk on it. Everybody
0: says that. I did go to Sanibel one time, which is on the Gulf side. And I mean, I've been to Destin, Pensacola, but I remember the sand in Sanibel being like really light and not visually, I guess it was white too, but it was just like, it didn't really stick to you. Mm -hmm. It felt a lot different than other sand, but whatever, still sand. Stupid sand. Stupid sand. No, it was fun. Forby went to the beach, too. He did. He went to Pensacola. Or somewhere in that area. not exactly sure where. Anthony, Anthony went to went the, to the mountains, mountains. Which is not the beach. So I should have went to the desert? <laughs> you should have gone to the mountains. Or you could have gone to the beach, and I could have gone to the
1: mountains, and then it would have been great. It would have been great. Yeah. I would have loved going to to the beach. What did you do all week? I did all the little tiny things. I hung out with my kids a lot. It's just fun. That's not a tiny thing. Well, I mean, it's like the the little stuff. It was nice because I got to just be home with him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not normally home during the day with him. And there, the big trip I was going to try to take with my son never ended up happening because I couldn't really figure out where to go. And I don't know. It just kind of, it didn't happen. It was, do, you, it was, do you think it will? Yeah. So, I, yeah. It would have been rushed. It would have been like, let's go somewhere. Uh, let's go to Chicago or something. Right. And, Spent a lot more money than I needed to because it was just this last minute kind of push to do something like that. So it didn't happen. Not saying that it won't happen. But I went swimming. I made a bunch of stuff in my house. Cool. My pool is so nice. God, I love having a pool. <laughs> it was warm. And I'd go for a run and I just jumped in the water. It was so cool. My daughter is swimming underwater yeah. now with me. Nice. She wants to, like, retrieve the items off the bottom of the pool, but she's she's still a little too afraid to, like, jump off of the side into the water by herself. Yeah. To, to go retrieve it. She'll jump off the water and then swim to me with no problem, but, like, to jump off Down. with the purpose of going deep yeah. underwater to get it. So she gets on my back. I stand at the opposite end of the pool where the item to be retrieved is. We both go underwater. I kind of get on all fours, and then I, like, crawl across the bottom of the pool (laughs) until she reaches out and grabs what it is, and then we both go back up. That's cool. And so now I've done a thing where I'll go up up to it and probably a foot and a half away from it, and I'll just stop. Mm. And she has to push off of me to go grab it, and then she pushes off the bottom to go to the top. That kid's crazy. (laughs) She loves being underwater. She wants to go swimming all the time, and I'm all about it. Yeah, I love the fact that my kids are
0: swimmers. You know, like, they love swimming. They've been doing it since they were very young. And that's that's super awesome. Like, we were lifeguarding while we were at the pool. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of, we made sure there was an adult around. We told them they can't get in the water without anybody. But I never once, when they're swimming, worry about, like, that they can't swim or that it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's always stuff that can happen. So they can hit their head or get held under accidentally. But <clears throat> it's... It's a nice confidence thing to know that, like, they know how to get out of the pool. Yep. If they get thrown in or something bad happens, like they're, you know, capable. Whereas it I takes know takes a big stress off. Yeah, it really does, and like then you can watch them enjoy it and not be like scared for them yep. or watching every move, worried that you know something's gonna happen.
1: My wife still makes that like <laughs> kind of noises. <laughs> Everything's okay yeah we had a we had a block party the other day mm. yeah, we organized that was kind of nice. I know the neighbors come over and had a big cookout and mm-hmm. how, how many of your neighbors do you know? Uh, how many of my neighbors do I know okay, percentage was you know. Well, you we had to define neighbors first. I know hmm. people probably four houses up one, two, three, four houses to my left. I met people across the street and next to them, and then I know the one person to the right. Hmm. That's about it. Yeah. So in our, our neighborhood, it's set up like an 11. It's just like one or the other side of the street. It's a very linear kind of house. It's not squiggly. It doesn't go back and like make little cul-de-sacs and things. It's straight. I think that's the word you're looking for. Parallel. Yeah. <laughs> the houses face each other. <laughs> okay. So I know about that many. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, that's a,
0: it's a big thing to like get to know people in your neighborhood, whether you like get close to them or not. Uh, I mean, that's, that's also cool, but just like knowing enough people right around you that you can say hi to and interact with and stuff is nice. Cause when you don't have that, especially if you live a place for a really long time and you don't have that, it can be kind of weird. It's just like mm-hmm. you go to your house and then you're done. You're just there. Like, we're lucky enough to know a lot of the people in the neighborhood. We know a few of the people right around us. I guess most of the people right around us. But we know some other people just kind of spread throughout
1: the neighborhood. And that's pretty cool. It's nice. I mean, because, yeah, they're they're human beings and they live next to you. But it's that sense of community and kind of neighborly that... Like, my neighbor's building a pool. And he's a cool guy. I know him. He knows me. He knows what I'm capable of. And when he needs help, he comes ask me. So I helped him try to assemble. So he, he has, Oh, yeah. Explain this little yeah. story. He's building a pool from a kit, which I didn't know was a thing. I just thought you, like, dug a hole, and then you paid somebody a ridiculous amount of money, and then they come and make a pool. I think that's usually the way it happens. Well, I think he originally tried to do that. He wanted to go with this pool kit idea. Then they paid some guy, and then he completely flopped and, like, took their money. And then he's about to go. And he's a big dude. He's one of the, like, resource officer, disciplinary kind of people, whatever, at the high school. And is one of the football coaches and a retired fireman. So, like, Mm. he could crush this guy. (laughs) But So the kit, um, he had a guy with a, a giant excavator who digs pools for, like, the local pool company come out and dug the hole according to this huge binder that he has. And it has the grade built in. The, the deep end, the shallow end, the weird like cloud kind of shape, and then it has these composite walls that are segments of this rounded, very bubbly type exterior. So it's and not like a rectangular pool. It's got mm-mm. curvy. It looks sides. like it's like a big okay. cloud. Gotcha. Big squish blob. <laughs> and we were assembling all these pieces, and he had to stake out these reference points in the yard. And then those reference points in the yard informed where the hole was going to be dug. And then according to the grate, then you re-reference these stakes in the ground and all of the pieces on the side will then reference off of that one, like, point, that one reference point. So it had, like, a number. And so he has this huge binder and all of the little composite panels that get bolted together. And then it has this A-frame brace on the outside that gets bolted down into the dirt. And we had to measure... From the reference point to each one of those joints and so we were just there here's the stairs and then the stairs get assembled to these little chunks of the black composite outside and so on and so on so had to make sure it was within i think it was like an inch and a quarter of the reference point and it was hmm. and then that gets backfilled on the outside with concrete and then the big hole that gets graded like this the dirt gets graded and then it has to be mortared over which I haven't got to that part yet, Hmm. but I'm pretty sure I'm helping with that. I mean, I'm all about helping, but, like, that part sounds like it's going to suck. Yeah. But, yeah, he just, every day, he gets, like, here's a little truck full of gravel in the backyard, and he just throws some gravel in there, and then he's got to figure out where to put the plumbing, and it's all in this this binder thing that comes with the kit. It's just a lot of work. Yeah. And so he works for the high school, so he kind of has the summer off. But all this was supposed to happen a lot earlier, but mm-hmm. they kind of got their money taken or whatever. So he's hoping to maybe have this pool ready before it freezes. Ugh. Yeah.
0: It's going to slow down so much when school starts back, too.
1: Yep. Oh, man. That's what well, well. I got and help him every chance I can. But it's just, man. Watch this big old dirty sweaty dude trying to make a pool. <laughs> it's like, it kind of looks like a pool now. I guess it's got walls and it has a little bit of rainwater stuck at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: technically it's technically, a pool. Technically it's a pool.
1: Uh, that's crazy
0: yeah. i would not want to make a pool i had a pool no i liked having a pool i didn't really like taking care of a pool but i definitely would not want to make one
1: i'm kind of becoming more and more fond of taking care of the pool like we talked about here like it's my pet right like we don't have the dog anymore and so i can baby the pool and then i get to play in it yeah whenever i want to and it doesn't pee on you or like poop in your living room nope i hope My daughter told my wife to pee in the pool. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I don't know where you got it that it was okay to pee in the pool. (laughs) But whatever. Whatever. It's a pool, man. Whatever. It
0: intentionally has chemicals in it that kill stuff. So you're good. You'll be fine. Oh, that's pretty neat. Look at that. What'd you do? It's like uh, you make a little frame and it slides down over the thingy. That's neat. Yeah. By the way, I'm still working on the... Blockade Runner, the Lego 75244
1: set. He actually said the number. We don't usually do yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I figured we probably should, in case anybody wants to look it up and they're not looking at the show notes. By the way, Josh always puts links to the
1: sets we're working on in the show notes. Those are affiliate links. Yes. So, thank you, and don't come after us legally because we didn't tell you that because it did. <laughs> yeah. 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 What are you working on? I'm still putting together this uh, lunar excursion module model that you got me for my birthday. What, what's the
0: experience so far of putting together that type of model? Um, well,
1: from the very beginning, this model had the gold foil, like, it's not even a sticker, this gold foil stuff that you're supposed to put around the body where it actually has gold foil. And I didn't do that. And I'm continuing to just ignore that piece. And just keep driving ahead. So, was that supposed to be here under all of these little things that you've yes. put on? Oh, yeah. And wrapped around a majority of these little tiny squiggly things. Really? Yeah. So, uh, pushing forward. Huh. I yeah. wonder if, at this point, it would be easier to just mask off the parts that are not gold and spray it. Or spray the whole bottom piece gold and then go back and paint the things that aren't.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, don't really know yet. Hmm. But, for the sake of productivity... I just want to keep going. But this has, I mean, just like the Lunar Excursion module, it has these tiny little struts and, like, very delicate. They are very delicate pieces. very skinny braces. And, like, this one right here it isn't even complete. When it came out of the model, like, there's a gap in the plastic. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I had to glue this thing. And so if you can see on the camera, like, that is just doesn't have stuff. Huh. But it's okay. You should send it back. <laughs> hey, you made
0: this model 25 years ago. Send it back or whatever. to 1994. <laughs> yeah, I want my my money back. Show I up not spend. I
1: my Jinkos. I my No Fear T-shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Uh, what else is new? Oh, 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 oh! I bought uh, Super Mario Maker. I tried to play video games. Yeah. Yeah. This vacation, and I tried to let my kids play. So we took our our Switch with us. There was a giant TV in, like, the sunroom of this beach house, like a 60-something-inch
1: TV outside. That was one of the more posh sentences I've ever heard you say, by the way. Yeah. Uh, You know. You're getting bougie, (laughs) Bob. Anyway, uh, it was
0: a rental. But there's this big TV, and I was like, oh, this is a great place. It's not the living room. It's not, like, where we're going to sleep. It's, like, a place we can put the Switch so they can play it when we let them. And then when we make them go upstairs, it's not there. Right. And they played it quite a bit more than they typically do. But I'm trying to, like, let them enjoy that more and not be so, Mm -hmm. like, tough about it. And at night, I would just bring it inside just because I didn't want it sitting outside. And so I started laying down in bed playing the Switch, which, I mean, for everybody else that owns a Switch, that's probably no big deal. For me, to lay down in bed and play a video game is, like, I just don't ever do that. And... So I'm laying there, like, looking through the games we have. We have all the Mario games and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of, I should try out the Maker thing. Go on there, it's like 60 bucks. I'm like, yeah, That's kind of the going uh, rate for
1: Switch games. Okay.
0: Because I knew they wanted it. Your Mm -hmm. kids have been talking about it. And they had seen it at your house and stuff. So I was like, oh, this would be a good surprise. So I downloaded it. And I'm laying there. It's like 1130. I'm like, yeah, I should probably go to bed. Oh, the game's downloaded. Cool. Let's try it. An hour. Yep. Hour and a half. (laughs) And I'm like building levels, man. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is exactly what I thought it would be. It works exactly as simply as I thought it would work. And uh, I've probably made, I don't know, 10 or 12 levels at this point. Just every night they'd go to bed and I'd sneak it into my (laughs) bedroom and just like make a level. And uh, it was kind of cool because my oldest – Well, uh, he kept getting in trouble over, like, dumb little things, just, like, fighting or talking back or whatever, little things. And so he would lose his time on the Switch. Like, you know, if you act this way, you don't get to do this thing. It was really clear, and he would do it anyway. And then he would lose out on his time. But he kept asking me, I just want to make you a level to play. I just want to make it for you. I just want to make you—I'm not trying to do anything else. I just want to make a level for you to play. And I kept having to tell him no because he was being a jerk. Yep. So frustrating because, like, he legitimately was wanting to make me a level because I'd made several for them. And, uh, man, it was it was like a tough little time to be like, look, dude, I want that for you. Yep. So badly, and I would love to play it, but I can't reward that behavior. It may not seem like a reward to you, but it is, and I just can't do that. And uh, so we had to go back and forth on that for a couple of days. <clears throat> and then one morning he got up and was like super he's always the first one up he got up super quiet didn't wake anybody else up and I was up drinking coffee being really respectful got his breakfast came and ate sat down went and got changed and then just sat down and like didn't you know didn't do anything didn't cause anything and was just like hey can I have my switch time now I'm like absolutely this is perfect you Hmm. you didn't you didn't like mess with stuff You just had your morning, (laughs) and then you asked in a polite way. And I was able to say yes. I was like, this moment right here, dude, this is great. This is how it should be. You know, like, do this again. Thank you for letting me say yes. Exactly. And so it was really cool, and I was like, I'm proud of you for this morning and how you've been acting and that you're being really respectful to everybody and you're being quiet on purpose and you didn't do these things that you, you know. And so he played for like, I don't know, 30 minutes or something until whatever the next thing was we had to do. And I was like, all right, man, you got five minutes, and then you got to shut it down. Five minutes passed. All right, man, you got to shut it down. And he was like, but, 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 but. I'm like, you got to shut it down. But, 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 but. And it was just back and forth, and then it just broke down. And I'm like, man, you were so close. Like, you did so well, and I'm so proud of you. And I told you I was proud of you. You got to learn to stop when we tell you to stop. And it just started this whole other cycle thing. And I guess it's just like, age and self-control and, you know, impulse control and stuff, he'll get there. But it's tough when you want oh, yeah. stuff for them and you can't give it to him or you have to take it away because of. it's more important for you to follow my directions than it is for you to finish
1: that, you know, putting the Goombas in or whatever. <laughs> that game has been a <clears throat> really good tool to be able to hit those points home because my son yep. loves that game. Hmm. And he's going to be super stoked that your kids have it now. And it was the same thing. Like he, we talked about it on here. Where he made the level for um, his brother and sister. Oh yeah. He made one for me. I made one for him one night. I did the same thing. We, were, my wife and I were watching TV, and well, she was watching TV, and I was building a, a level. And it was the same thing. I wanted to incentivize him. I'm like, I, I made you a level, but you have to, to, you know, do the things you know you need to do. And I want you to play it because I want to have this moment with you. Yeah. I'm not just this angry, grumpy, you know, what's uh, word what I'm trying to find? Jerk. That's yeah. how I feel. <laughs> just like. The, the disciplinarian. Of yeah. Grief. yeah. Like, I am fun too. <laughs> and this week also hit that point home where he stays up a lot later than the two younger ones. And I was out by the pool one day, and he was like, Dad, you want to go jump on the trampoline? I'm like, yes, I do. Hmm. I don't normally enjoy the trampoline. I don't want to jump on the trampoline. But I went, you know what? Let's go. Yeah, let's do this. Right. And we jumped for like a couple minutes, and then it became he and I just talking about stuff. Hmm. He wanted to stargaze, and we were talking about contrails, and he was asking me about the atmosphere and like silly things because he thinks – the clouds are some type of scab that covers over the earth. And I'm like, well, that's not how that works. <laughs> but we had a really good time. And then the next night, he's like, hey, Dad, do you want to go jump on the trampoline again? And just like have that time where we go out and talk? Hmm. I'm like, well, I kind of do, but then I kind of don't. But yeah. the Switch was also that kind of that thing that I know he really enjoyed. I thought it was fun. I mean, we talk about this being you know strictly for the kids, but the game is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, totally. And I wanted to make it challenging. And when he played my level, he got mad at it. I'm like, well, my level's not easy. Recognize, like you, <laughs> you got to figure it out. Are you ma- are you making sure that you can complete the level before you give it to him, or yes. did you just make it? Yeah. No, I, I make I, I QA the, the level first to make yeah. sure that you can actually do it. But my level's not easy. You got to think and you got to figure it out. And I want to try to trick you because Ooh. he, uh, I created a oh, I guess a Nintendo account where he can go and find other people's levels and you can share them or post them or whatever he found a few that he couldn't beat and so he's like well those are neat but they're impossible i'm like what's well, not possible like mm-hmm. look it shows you how many people have beat this level yeah. he's like well i can't beat it and so i beat it like really simply he's like wow dad that's awesome you're so good at this game i'm like well you know i'm, I'm <laughs> just not nine <laughs> yeah we well, had yeah, then he built a level for me that was the simplest thing, and I died about 20 times on that oh. very first Goomba trying to jump because it was in the <laughs> the Mario 3D whatever thing, the stuff I had never played before. And the jumping acceleration and kind of that jumping rate is a little off. Hmm. I'm like, well, I'm not doing great at this. Hmm. I don't think I've played that one too it's much. It's neat. It has a lot of other functions and characters and things. And he was telling me to put these specific kind of blocks in places, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. So I'm going to do what I know how to do.
0: We had the same kind of thing where I made a level and my second son accidentally got through the hard part at the beginning first try. (laughs) And he was like, because I was saying, man, this is pretty hard. You know, like, don't get frustrated. It's, It's I intentionally made it difficult. And somehow he just like zoomed right through it. <laughs> and he was like this is easy <laughs> and then just kind of kept playing and kept going, and he got to the end of it and he was like that wasn't hard at all like that was, was really easy I'm like do it again just play it one more time and look for some secret stuff because there were like some secret mm. blocks that I put in there it's like okay so he plays it again and died over and over and over <laughs> and got so that. frustrated and he was like I can't do it man I don't understand why it's so hard why'd you make it so hard I'm like he told me it was easy a minute ago. it was really funny But it was one of those things where I was like, man, you can't get frustrated about this. Like, it's supposed to be fun. It's a challenge on purpose, and you're supposed to enjoy the process of playing. You know, that's the important thing here. He's like, oh, I know, but it's just, it's really hard. Well, yeah, I know it's hard. That's part of what's fun. That
1: is a very interesting point. Because with the RetroPie that we had in the RV, and now that he has kind of multiple games on the Switch, like some are downloaded so you don't need the cartridge... If And this thing where you can have like multiple levels that are just completely independent of each other. They're not sequential like most games are when we were kids. If he hits a snag that he can't pass, he just stops and goes to another game. Hmm. There's no incentive for tenacity anymore in video games yeah. or in this line of video games that my son is in. And that kind of bugged me. Yeah. I'm like, no way, man. You got to die like a thousand times until you magically get it. He's like, no, I don't want to. He's like, that's frustrating. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what games are. They're not fun and enjoyable. They're frustrating. <laughs> and you have to get through it. So the same kind of thing
0: in the um, the Wii, oh gosh, what's it called? Super Mario Brothers Wii U Deluxe 2.25 uh-huh. Switch version, whatever sure. the newest. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Uh, that same, my second son is playing that. And he's playing, I'm watching him play one time. He keeps talking about these levels that he's like, oh, I got this level and it had this thing. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. So I'm finally sitting down and watching him play this thing. He gets stuck, and then he stops the game in the middle of the level and switches to Nabid, which is uh, invulnerable. So you can just walk through the Goombas, and That's they don't cheating. do anything to you. And then there's, like, this Luigi guide mode, and it switches the character to Luigi, and it just auto-plays the level for you. Hmm. And it gets to the end and finishes the level. And he's like, okay, I'm done with that one. I'm like, you didn't play that level at all. You watched somebody else play that level. It's so weird. I don't
1: know why that's in the game. Disapprove. Yeah. It was lame because he was. that's just how he was getting through them, apparently. Yeah, my level, I made it a little <clears throat> challenging but not, uh, not impossible by any means. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, well, I can't beat it. And then went to some level that he downloaded that he beat already and tried to show it to me. I'm like, hold on now. (laughs) And then the ones that he showed me were really easy. Yeah. But this one. So apparently in the Mario 3D whatever, something that I've never played, there's a car. Do you know about the car? No. Yeah, there's a car. There's a Goomba driving car. You you bounce on his head. You get his car. It's pretty neat. Okay. Yeah. So this one level um, that somebody in France or somewhere made because it has a little flag of where the person comes from and Mm -hmm. has their little avatar name. You drive this car through, and he's like, you got to jump on these things. And I was losing, and I was getting really frustrated. And he's like, it's okay, Dad. We'll just play a different one. I'm like, no, boy. (laughs) I'm going to be angry at this for a week until I figure it out. And after I call Nintendo Power, then I'll figure out how to do this, and then everything will be fine in the world. Nintendo what? Yeah. And (laughs) he was just, like, sitting there bored looking at me. And I was learning, like, incremental little time. Oh, maybe we'll try this. Oh, I got it. Now, let's try it like this. And it still wasn't working. And all these little epiphanies that you have in video games that eventually you're rewarded for, right? Well, he, he took it over. And he's trying to do what I was doing. And then he did something different. he just, like, just goes. Just starts going. Like, way faster, way farther, skipping over stuff, like, bouncing all over things. And then he eventually dies. I'm like, whoa, what did you do? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, we'll do it again. Huh. And... He was like, well, it it did say don't do anything. I was like, what do you mean it said don't do anything? He's like, yeah, this thing earlier on uh, when I was looking at it said just don't do anything. And so apparently in the car, like if you just point the car, the car will go. And the person designed the world, the little level, that if the car, like it goes uphill and downhill and hits little bouncy things and hits the little springy jokers. And if you just let the car go. All of the things in the world are spaced and timed so perfectly and brilliantly so that if you just let the car go, it will go through this crazy mousetrap of a world and beat the level without you trying.
0: I mean, that's cool from like a building perspective, but not from a playing perspective.
1: Well, it got me. Hmm. And it was one of those like if if we were in a movie like National Treasure and we try way too hard and the simplest stupid thing where you just like (laughs) sit down and you're defeated. Yeah. It's like, oh, you did nothing. Congratulations. Like, I, I wasn't warmed on the inside by this revelation, but it was one of those things where mm. I, I'm going to keep trying and he's not going to keep trying. And he won because he kept trying. Because <laughs> he gave like, up. Crap. <laughs> that's not what I'm yeah, trying to instill, but that's not cool. But yeah, it, you talk about design. And I think that's the coolest thing about that game is that you can make it as difficult or as complicated or as know things that will fall and are placed strategically so if you're going to fall into a pit there just happens to be a little flying goomba thing you can bounce off of and Mm -hmm. the more i saw stuff like that i'm like oh i can try a bunch of other things and so i i put a bunch of thwomps on the level that i made for deke and if you don't run at the right spot like full blast And there's like 20 of them in a line. Oh, nice. And you're running under them as they are trying to squish you, and you're just like barely missing them. So visually, it looks really cool, but it doesn't take a whole lot of effort. Yeah. If you like to speed through levels like I do.
0: (laughs) So are you one that like will just try to get through it, not try to collect everything?
1: If I play Mario in any way, my finger is permanently mashed on the B, and then I'm just like rolling my thumb to the A. Like I am always in speed mode. Hmm. And if the world wants me to slow down, I get bugged. I get irritated. I don't want to go down the pipes. I don't want to try to fit. Ooh, can I go down this one? Nope. Can I go down this one? Nope. Full steam ahead. Huh.
0: I like exploring all the little stuff and looking for secret things. And You wouldn't like my levels because mine are like, they force you to stop and wait on like a thing to happen, and then you have to jump and ride a thing past the right thing and then jump into the right hole. It's like all... Like precise, not not precise, but like patient. I think we anyways. need to make a level for each other.
1: I think that's a pretty good idea. Mm. And then Anthony can play it, and Ooh. he can tell. Okay, whose level was the coolest? Obviously, and then we can put mine. We can put it out to the wide world. with you can do, you have like a code or something. From yeah. what I've seen, yeah, there's like a totally uh, hard to read, like eighteen <laughs> digit code.
0: Check out my new level, J497 7771.
1: Hand draw this QR code.
0: (laughs) Share it with your friends. All right, let me get the new bag here. Uh, Do we have any pros and cons? I think
1: so. I think I might have missed this piece, but I'm not quite sure. Uh I think this is empty.
0: I'm going to dump this bag. Anthony, do we
1: have any? Uh, looking right
0: now. Okay, he's looking right
1: now. Oh, there was a thing. There was a thing. Yep. Yep. All right, so I was watching Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. hmm And I forgot who he was talking to. But it was a comedian. Uh, uh, whoever's definition of a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but while we're waiting for a pro and con, I will give you a pros and cons-esque um, rank these things in order of your favor. Oh, okay. There's four. All right. And... My wife and I did this, so I imagine it, whatever. Take it as easy as you want to. So, it is eating, drinking, peeing, and pooping. <laughs> ah. Huh. Your favorite. Favorite. Favorite, number one. Least favorite, number four. Not that you don't like to do it. There has to be a winner. Huh. And there has to be a not winner. Uh... Drinking, eating, peeing, pooping. Mine was drinking, peeing, eating, pooping. (laughs) That makes more sense. Huh. And she didn't get it. And I'm like, well, you're a girl. And so I don't know if girls, like, when you pee, you have that little, like. (laughs) (laughs) From what I gather, that's not a thing. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have any pros
0: and cons? I took a lot less time than I thought it was going to. (laughs) Do we have any? Yeah, nothing new right now. Nothing new. I might have some. We have no pros and cons. Come on, people! I was talking. So, if you are um, a Patreon member, you can, and you're of a certain level, you can get on the Discord. Which we talked about this every week now, I think. But the Discord, there's a lot of communication happening there. A lot of people chatting about stuff, and there's got different topic rooms and. the guys, I don't spend a whole lot of time there because I don't have a lot of time, but the guys are there quite a bit. I try to pop in when I can. Um, but we get a lot of pros and con ideas from the patrons there. So uh, not only do you get connection with other patrons and behind the scenes stuff and all that from being a Patreon member, you also get Discord access and you can give us topics to talk about right here, if that's of interest to you. Actually, you get it whether it's of interest to you or not, but... If it is of interest to you. All right, so we got some pros and cons. Uh, Give us one, please, Anthony. Self-driving cars. Self-driving cars. I've never been in a self-driving car, Um, but I would like to. The only time I've been in one, it wasn't self-driving fully. Jocko has a Tesla. Mm. And that thing was awesome.
1: I want a Tesla. I saw a Tesla at uh, Lowe's earlier.
0: Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. I think there's one in my neighborhood. Somebody has one. Um Yeah, it was really cool and he would it was total like would be hands off, you know. It's just like driving along and it would turn for him and kinda like brake and give him little nudges. And apparently it's not fully self-driving, so that you have to like it gives you a sense or it gives you some sort of indication if you don't touch the wheel after a certain amount of time. It's like three minutes or something. Hmm. And I think it's a, I don't know if it's a motion or a capacitive touch thing. I think it might be a motion. So it has to feel the weight of your hand on the thing. So to get around that, he (laughs) had this clamp, like a little bandy clamp with a counterweight on it. And he would just clamp it on the side of the steering wheel. And so it thought that there was a finger touching the side of the thing and it would just drive. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. But that car is super cool. Super nice, like all the finish on, on the inside and everything was pretty amazing. The sensors and the way that it could kind of keep track of stuff was unbelievable, honestly. And the big screen in the middle of it is just a big touchscreen, but they do such a good job with the interface and with the way it all kind of interacts with the rest of the car. It just feels like you're in a future vehicle. It was, it was yeah. very, very
1: cool. I think that's uh, that's my kind of infatuation with electric vehicles is that I, I feel it's about time Yeah, that somebody did something different yeah like we've been on gasoline for so long like and, and that's not like some environmentalist you know horn to, to to blow it's let's do something different yeah do something better let's take a step forward I would love to try a self-driving car because so I'm going out to the big city next week maybe it'll be self-driving cars mm. in the big city maybe in the big city
0: probably not there but you never know. You All right, what don't. else? Uh, well, yeah, what's the next one? I can't see that. Uh, albums of cover songs by a single band. Albums of cover songs by a single band. Like so, Weezers? <clears throat> yeah.
1: I really like that album. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not against it. It sounds... Honestly, a lot of the songs sound original. I haven't heard... I've only
0: heard, like, one song on that, so I can't say that I've heard the whole thing. I like covers when... Somebody takes a good song and, like, uses their own influence on the song, right? So they make it sound like a way that it couldn't have sounded by the original artist because the new artist is
1: voicing it. Like when P.O.D. did Bullet the Blue Sky?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I didn't like—I don't like U2 as a general rule. And then when I heard P.O.D.'s Bullet the Blue Sky, I listened to U2's version. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's definitely Mm. better.
0: Yeah, I like things like that, where they take it and make it better. But if it's like in the Weezer, I just feel like
1: they're just doing it straight. It, it's surprisingly, I mean, it's, it's pretty one for one, honestly. The thing There's a little bit of Weezer style in it, but yeah. it doesn't depart.
0: The thing I far. don't like about that is that you have a group of really talented people who are obviously very talented, who can write songs and can orchestrate things in a unique way if they want to, and then they just don't. Mm. And it's like, "Eh, I don't know, we need another album. Well, let's do these songs that we probably don't even have to practice. Because we're going to do them exactly like the recordings from 40 years ago. Let's let's bless the rains down in Africa. Everybody likes that. Yeah, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you don't even have to try. Not that it's bad, but it just feels like a cop-out, you know? I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of covers. I've never liked playing covers. Ever. I've always... Try to avoid that. There are a few uh, things that I would like to do that are covers, but I'll never get around to them. What I've always wanted to do <clears throat> is re-record OK Computer, the entire album, mm. start to finish. Wow, yeah. okay. I'll never do that. You know, just like the Mona yeah, Lisa. Exactly. Let's
1: draw that real It's quick. my
0: favorite album of all time. And I would love to just be able to play all of those Hey, watch it. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Uh, Be able to play those songs and be able to, like, kind of reimagine some of the voicing, even though it's, it's a beautiful, it's a masterpiece in my mind. So I don't expect that I could do it better or anything, but just to be able to experiment with those songs would be a lot of fun. But they're incredibly complex and layered, and, you know, you have five of, like, my favorite musicians playing them. So it's not like I could ever do that or anything, but that's the only cover. Oh, that and (laughs) this is funny. I've always wanted to do, um, there's a Beck album and I can't actually remember the name of it right now. The information. Maybe. Do you like Beck? From what I've heard of Beck, he has some really interesting stuff, but one of these albums, I think it's the information might be wrong is a very electronic. Upbeat thing. And there's lots of crazy noises because he's a really good producer. So he has all these crazy voices and these sounds that kind of come in and out of it. I've always wanted to re-record that album or another Beck album like that fully acapella. Hmm. So to, like, make all the crazy <laughs> sounds with yeah. my voice, I think that would be fantastic. And you could get a group of people together and, like, everybody pick a, a song or a section of a song and be the one that makes that sound. I think that would be really hilarious to listen to. Probably one time. And then it wouldn't be funny anymore, but
1: anyway i've right. always wanted to to do a cover of uh helter skelter Ooh, yeah me too that is
0: an excellent song because it's so atypical beatles <laughs> it really is and i like it yeah my kids really like that song too i think that was kind of the first beatles song that i made them listen to a bunch of times to where they like they knew it was the beatles mm-hmm. and they're there, you know they knew other songs but they didn't figure out
1: they couldn't figure out who they were that one they knew was a beatles song but well, we bought a piano recently and one of the songs my wife is learning to play or she she busts up music she can play a saxophone she knows how to read music i know how to play a song play a note and go that sounds like this note and then figure it out and she was playing yellow submarine hmm. and she couldn't figure out the bass notes and i knew the bass notes and so we played yellow submarine together in our very out of tune piano gotcha
0: i saw you guys playing piano but i never listened I watch stories with sound on? Yeah. So I never know like you playing what's Yellow happening. Submarine. Cool.
1: No, we were playing uh, Blackbird. That's what it was, not Yellow Submarine. Hmm. My daughter loves Blackbird. One of her favorite songs. Like when I, I put her to bed, she wants me to sing Blackbird. <laughs> and I can play that on the guitar and it's just, it's... I found my mom's Beatles albums the other day. Oh, nice. In the office, yeah. That's awesome. Good times. What's next? Uh, uh... Yeah. Electronic music dead mouse etc i don't know a lot of electronic music i could not like pick out a dj or a, yeah or whoever <laughs> if it wasn't moby on trl back in the 90s and i mean i don't i wouldn't know who it was or the to do the harlem shake that was, that was a fun song
0: <laughs> wow man you're right up there with the popular culture yeah i know what's up i like electronic music I, and there's a lot of it that i don't like I think a lot of it is boring and repetitive and doesn't really do much. But there are certain things that I think are pretty unique. I like the sonics of electronic music more than the music. Like, I like the actual sounds that are created by some of the electronic instruments, I think, are super cool. Um, but, you know, usually song structure is, like, really repetitive and simple, and so that, that's kind of a drag. There's a few that I like, in case anybody's into this type of stuff that wants to hear them. Uh, Dead mouse was mentioned in the thing. That's he's pretty good. Uh, knife party. It, it sounds like fun. Yeah, it's very like. Um, so when you listen to electronic music, you have this spectrum of heavy, hard, angry stuff all the way up to like kind of dreamy house pop, like this real, you know, like the woman singing really high, the. Oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So you have the spectrum of like all of this, and then there's every variation of all those things mixed together. I like the part that is down towards the angry, heavy stuff, but not so far that it's like hard to listen to. So really upbeat, kind of heavy electronic stuff. Knife Party is right there, and almost every song is right there. Um, They're pretty good, so if you're into that type of thing, check them out.
1: I like any song where the bass hits. <clears throat> like if it's just a standard thing in I guess EDM where the bass drops then mm-hmm. I'm all for it yeah I like big bass drops too. I used to uh, used to I would play the bass in a church band and I would try to force church songs to have a bass drop, a drop.
0: <laughs> and I would get so <laughs>
1: upset when I'm like stop just acousticing this song there could be a bass drop right here
0: yeah we were mm-hmm. talking about that the other day. Or I was talking about it to Anthony. I don't know that he responded. But one of the things I like about uh, Radiohead and Thrice is that they have restraint, especially Radiohead. They have musical restraint that I don't have. So like in a lot of Radiohead songs, there's this build from the first note to the last note. It is a build of some sort. And you feel like when you get to that last note, it's about to go off the deep end, and it's about to hit really hard, and then it just doesn't. Like, they just walk away. And it's always this, come on, but wow, you have a lot of self-control. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I would drop it into the heavy thing and stay there for a really long time. Because that's just what I like to play and what I like to hear. But I think it's, the
1: restraint is pretty impressive. Uh, I used to call them low, hearty whole notes. <laughs> what? but I would take my base and when the base would drop and I would just get to like hit it boom, yeah, boom, like a low hearty hole and I loved it, hmm. it made my heart happy that's pretty funny alright what else we got
0: uh, freeform
1: Lego building no instructions just a bucket of parts and a dream I love that yeah my kids and I have been doing it hmm. we have a giant Lego bucket and it's it was usually in my oldest son's room but my youngest son has been wanting to play with Lego so now it's upstairs nice we've been playing with them
0: I haven't done that in a very long time, but it's a lot of fun. And it's this is a like doing instructions and you know, picking through a small pile of parts to find what you need. We've been doing this so much for the last year or so. We've been doing the show for a year. That this like we can have this conversation and I can do these parts and not really even have to think about it. Mm -hmm. It's a very mechanical thing. But that you have to stay pretty focused on what you're doing. Because you're not only like trying to build something, but you're also constantly scanning the available parts to figure out like what could you do? Like what can be the next thing? Uh, we did a really fun thing. It's actually the very first or the second video on the I like to Make Stuff channel because everyone will see it. We used to do these build nights where I would get all of my bricks out, not the kids stuff, and I'd put them on our kitchen table, which is kind of a big table. seats eight, have friends over, and everybody would build. 15 minutes. Anything you want. Doesn't matter. And then when the timer was up, you would pass the thing that you were building to the person to your right. And then that person had 15 minutes to do whatever they wanted to. You could start over, you could add to it, you could change it, whatever. And you would keep doing this every 15 minutes. And so after an hour, hour and a half or whatever, it would get back around to you and that was the end of the thing. And it was so much fun because we hmm. would just talk and like, just hang out and goof off and everybody's reaching over each other and asking for pieces and you get the thing back that you started and you're like, well, that's not a truck. That's a dragon <laughs> or whatever. It, it's a lot of fun. And if you have enough bricks to do that and just a handful of people, like that's a good, good night's fun for sure. Um, I should do that with the kids because that would be, they're probably to the age to where they wouldn't get bored with it at this point, I think. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. We could do that. We could, uh, ooh, maybe when Forby's in town, we could do that. <gasps> ooh. That'd be fun. Forby's coming soon. That'd be cool. forbie Forby. You just got volunteered for something. Hooray! Yay!
1: All right, what else we got? All right, well, what's your opinion on that? I said... Oh, I love it. I, like. I absolutely love it. That was my childhood. Yeah. If I wasn't drawing pictures of something that flew or was a tank or was it whatever, like, we didn't have a lot of the big play sets, the big, you know, He-Man, you know, gray skull castles or, yeah. you know, the bigger stuff that costs a lot of money, and so we had to make it. I had a giant bucket of Legos, and all the rest of the Ninja Turtles got to... Be in their nice, cool, custom underground layer that I made.
0: <laughs> I Last night, you know how I like Transformers. Last night, went to Walmart because I had to return something. My whole family is still on vacation, by the way, so I'm here by myself. Go to Walmart, walking around. I don't have anything to do. I walk back to the toy section, and I look down, and there's a sound wave, my favorite character, G1 in the package, perfectly mint like perfect reproduction of the one i got for christmas when i was eight years old or whatever and i picked it up and i was like this is awesome i want this and i looked up and all the little cassettes that went with him in their original packaging on the wall all of them one of each and i just instinctively grabbed them all and started walking out like oh i'm getting these of course i'm getting these and i'm like this is probably like 80 bucks worth of transformer (laughs) junk that I'm going to put in a box or on a shelf. And I set them back down. I'm like, Nope, not doing it. And I just walked away and I got around the corner and there was a scanner right there, like a price scanner. I'm like, Oh, I'll just go back and see how much they are. (laughs) So I walked over, picked them back up and it was $80 in transformers for like four things. And I went, no, Hmm. I'm not going to do this. I, I mean, I've been like slowly getting over that for several years, but like, the the dear, close-to-my-heart
1: Transformer was right there. That's more restraint than I would have. And had. I was if just if like, there would have been Centurions on that shelf as some weird little reboot thing, Yeah, I would have snatched them all up and then apologize
0: later. I've just done that so many times, and I know I'm excited about it in the moment because it's the nostalgia, and then I get them home, and I'm like, well, but if I, you know, like, I open some things, but if I open this, then it's going to ruin it, and, like, even if I do open it, what am I going to do with it? My kids don't really care about Transformers. They're not going to play with it. It's going to sit on My a shelf. My son will play with them. It's going to be, over and play it's gonna be a thing I'm going to have to dust like all the other junk that's in there on the. Yeah. So I was proud of myself. I walked away. And I could totally could have justified it because the suitcase that I returned was $80 and it would have been just that's, like a, a wash. That's serendipity. <laughs> but I didn't do it. Anyway. All right. What's next? We'll do one more.
1: A couple more. 3D scanning objects. Um, I've never actually 3D scanned an object. From what I understand, you with an iPhone X, there is an app that you can do photogrammetry. Grammetry? Hmm. Have to try I've that. had a couple scans of me from a friend Mark from uh, the Making Geeks podcast. And then when we were at Matter Hackers, Alex scanned the both of us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's where the silly soap dispenser idea came from. But I've never actually three D scanned an object. I would like to. I tried it one time with
0: an old app, a photogrammetry app that was. I mean, this was I don't know, probably four years ago or something, and it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, just terrible. And I I, I knew it wouldn't be great. Um, but I thought you'd at least be able to get a really highly faceted model out of it or something. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, and it was a small object. It was like a dinosaur or something uh on a table and so i was i had plenty of room to get around it and get every view of it and i thought i'll at least be able to get the majority of the thing photographed so that the model could have enough information and i went all the way around it multiple times and it just didn't work i'd get like half of it and then i don't know the lighting wasn't great enough or something
1: so i gave up on it pretty quickly from Um, what i understand about that process unless you have a really expensive scanner it is a fickle process yeah and
0: it feels like it would only be valuable if you had a really super high detailed model for the most part. And that kind of inherently says you have to have a really high quality scanner, or
1: camera, or yep. whatever. And or just, you'd like to do a lot of post-processing work. Yeah. in mesh mixer True. or what other you know, kind of 3D software suites where you can fix a lot of the holes and make things flat. It sounds like a lot of work. Yep. <laughs> All right, last one bagpipes
0: So this was submitted by a patron that plays bagpipes, correct? I think so. So don't take offense whoever that was that I don't like bagpipes. I There's a lot of things that are fantastic that people can do them or play them that are just not my thing, right? That's mm-hmm. fair. That didn't mean they're bad. They're just not my thing. Right? Bagpipe bagpipes pretty far up there on the list
1: (laughs) of one of those things bagpipes are so loud yeah oh my goodness they're so loud and i am at that age now when i hear something that's loud (laughs) i i get angry immediately (laughs) like that's my off my that's my response my like it's loud bad yeah um i was completely indifferent to bagpipes i thought it was neat how you'd have like uh I, I used to watch the Notre Dame football, and they had their bagpipe corps walking down and their big Scottish-looking regalia, and I thought it was neat. and It had some, I don't know, some history to it. And then I joined the Army, and every time somebody dies and there's a memorial ceremony, uh, they play, what's yeah. um, that song that now I hate? Amazing Grace mm. on the bagpipes, which has made me hate the bagpipes and Amazing Grace. Mm. So it's okay. I don't want to say hate the bagpipes. Yeah, but just there's it, an it association. Now, yeah. It has now been taken over negatively. So, hooray for bagpipes. I've seen some people play it. Uh, I definitely couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't either. You're, like, inflating a bag that you are squeezing under your armpit that is forcing air through a flute-style thing with other, like, horns on it while you're constantly trying to inflate it. And so you're having to to breathe in and blow out. Almost it, simultaneously. Yeah, do
0: you have to do circular breathing with it? Or From is what it I understand, similar, yeah. It's like really?
1: a, a, I don't want to say like a didgeridoo, but kind of like you're, you're having to, to blow and breathe. And, yeah, no, I have, res, I have respect for bag pipers, Pipists? <laughs> Pipery. Pipists? I like bag pipists. pipists. That's a good one. Cool. All right. You got anything else? Uh. Let's wrap this up. Uh, think so. I got to hang out with Jimmy while you were gone. Oh, that's cool. Jimmy came up to Louisville. He made a pizza oven and he rode around a college campus in a dune buggy. You know, like Jimmy does. Yep. He's had a lot of go-kart action
0: lately. That's cool. Well, I didn't get to see him. It was looked- funny because like the one time, well not the one time, but he comes really close to us and then I left. I feel like that's happened before with him, actually.
1: But whatever anyway where can people find you on the socials at josh underscore make stuff unified them yeah all together now that's cool
0: uh you can find all of us at i like to make stuff on all the stuff Uh, if you don't watch the video for this you may not be missing anything but if you want to see it anyway uh no instructions has its own youtube channel where the videos go up you can see what we're working on see our pretty faces anthony changes the camera around so it's like not just a single shot oh look at the camera changing so go check that out if you're interested and if you want to help out this show and the the whole thing i like to make stuff thing the patreon membership platform deal is the way to do it we're going to be changing that a lot soon there's a lot of new stuff coming there it's going to get a lot of attention soon so uh go check that out it's patreon.com slash i like to make stuff i think that's it for yep. this one See you guys next time.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Oh, bye.